thank you everybody for taking the time out to listen to me once again this is real talk with tim and i'm back with another episode shout out to everybody who been showing me love on my podcast i really appreciate that now if you have apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify or iheart radio please make sure you go look me up on all four platforms to keep up with the content also make sure y'all go follow me on instagram at real talk with tim and twitter at rtwt podcast to keep up with the content as well now today guys i'm back again with another great episode there's five episodes left well now four i'm i'm gonna, I'm gonna end this season off with a bang you know I'm, i got a jam-packed show tonight i got three ladies with me because tonight we're talking about raising kings this is a boy mom episode shout out to all the boy moms out there tonight this episode is about child we're gonna talk about all of that the good the bad the ugly all of that good stuff so y'all already know how i do it when i bring guests on my platform i allow them to introduce themselves and tell y'all all the good things about themselves and their podcast if they have one so without further ado ladies go ahead and introduce yourselves um <laughs> my name is crystal i have um unapologetic podcast i just changed the name by the way um i've been doing podcasts for about a year a few breaks i took in between um however i'm back up and running and um check me out um as well i have two children i have a 15 year old son and a 14 year old girl mm. um travel nurse you know out here doing a single mom thing so yeah Yes, yes. So, of course, everybody knows that my name is Kwamea, but for those that can't pronounce it, you call me Q, Kwa, or either Queen. I am the founder, CEO, creator, and most importantly, the host of Pillow Talk with the C podcast, which is basically a podcast that's candid, unguarded, your truth. Again, keyword, your truth. Um, where we no longer sweeping it under the rug, and we're talking about that big ass pink elephant in the middle of the room. Let's go. Oh, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Q. Yeah. Along with that, of course, I'm a serial entrepreneur with plenty of avenues of many things that I do. All right, so my name is Rosie, the Haitian Mama, host of Mama Life Podcast, mom of three boys, Evan, three and four. Three boys. Good God, Almighty. I know oh you got to take. Do you do you have to take medication every night? I'm a, I'm in therapy, so yeah. <laughs> therapy right. is good for anything. Okay, therapy is good for anything. Man, listen, man, listen. So I decided to um do a show about boy moms because I felt like you know I have enough episodes talking about like my father, my journey through fatherhood or whatnot. You know, I got the two episodes, life of a girl dad. You know, so you know. I meant to do this on Mother's Day this year, but I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get back to it. So I said, man, I got to do an episode about boy moms. I'm going to do an episode later on about mothers and daughters. You know, but that's in the works, man. I got a lot of stuff in the works. But tonight, y'all, like I said, it's all about raising kings. So this is what I want to do. Since we are talking about raising kings, Crystal, I would like for you to tell us a little bit about your son. Oh, okay. My son, um, he is 15 he, his name is Caden, by the way. Um, he's very bashful, but he's lately, since he started high school, he's been coming out of his shell, absolutely. Um, he goes to a private school right now. It's new for him. So his scene has changed from public school to private school. So I'm noticing different things about him as well. He's in the engineering program. Um, he plays basketball. He is, um, we're really, really close. I must say that me and my son are very, very close. He does not 
have his father in his life as as much as he should. I'll say that that's something we deal with as well. And he and he good too. I seen a couple of his clips. Yeah, he's he's Real good basketball. Yeah. Q. Yes. You got it. You got a big boy too, man. Tell us about your baby boy. Yeah, so my baby boy, he's tw- <laughs> <laughs> he's 21 years old, about to be 22, January 26th. Go Aquarius. Um, so his name is Faison, like Faison Love. Um That's so um but yes so he um has a personality if anybody know Aquarius he has he has he has a big heart loving heart would give the shoes and clothes off his back for anybody but he also don't tolerate the BS you know, from anybody, because of course he sees um, the blueprint and how I live my life. Where, listen, respect me. I'm a you go you go. I'm gonna show you how to respect me. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you got to teach people how to respect you, and how to treat you. So because that's how I live my motto of my life, and I do have standards and boundaries. He also took on that trait as well. Um, again, he, you know, he's just a kid. He's just a young man that basically. Um, football player um, and school right now he decided mm. to take the gap year um, so right now he's working he's in a working field at a hospital so proud of him mm. um, so but other than that um, he could be a rock of a hard headed but that's my baby <laughs> man, play football Chris your son play basketball Q your play football man that's amazing man yeah. Now the now Rose the Haitian mama with the three boys the mama life. Mamiana, tell us a little bit about each of your boys. Tell us uh-huh. their ages. Tell us a little bit about their personalities. All right, so my first one is my seven year old. He plays soccer. He's very cautious. He's nice. He's very loving. My second boy goes to his own drum. He's three. No, he just turned four. And he just started pre-K. But he's very sweet. But he does do his own thing. Like, he's a Scorpio. So, you know. Mm. <laughs> oh, Scorpio, man. Woo. <laughs> So we got a so we got a soccer player, a football player, and a basketball player. Yeah. So listen, y'all. Tonight, look. So look, tonight's episode. I was watching this video on TikTok, man. Now, if you are a dedicated listener of my podcast, you should know that some of my episodes I be playing videos or audios or whatever in the beginning of each episode. So I came across this one video, and it kind of inspired this episode a little bit so i'm gonna get into the video we're not just raising sons we're raising somebody's father somebody's husband a king and teaching him the value of housework won't make him any less don't just love him raise him first of all that was an amazing video i should say (laughs) but anyway ladies I want y'all to sit back and think. I want y'all to sit back and think about what was the most challenging part about raising a boy. Because I know when I was growing up, I gave my mother a tremendously hard time. So, and I just know, 
I know for a fact that y'all got it hard at some point. It got difficult at one point. One point you felt like giving up, but you didn't. So when you sit back and really think about it, what was the hardest part about raising your son? I would say the most challenging thing that I've dealt with raising my son these 15 years has been trying to teach him how to love properly and how to not get wrapped up into I'll say being a thug, if that makes, mm. like, if I could say that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just tr- trying not to, trying to different, show him the difference between being who he is as a person and knowing that it's okay to love, be emotional, be sensitive to people, but also stand firm on what you believe on and believe in and holding your own without turning the wrong direction. Mm. So that's been the most challenging for me because, like I said, he doesn't have his father in his life. You know what I mean? Right. And so a lot of people say, you know, women can't raise men, mm. but you absolutely can raise a man. You just you you got to set the foundation. You got to set the tone. And that's been the challenge, the most challenging part. And my son is very timid. Growing up, he was so shy. He never used to talk to people. I was nervous, you know. I didn't know, like, if he was going to be bullied because he was so quiet. And as he started getting older, I like this about him because I would rather my son be the way he is than out here, you know, doing things that I wouldn't be happy about. You know what I mean? That some 15-year-old boys are doing. And I'm proud to say that my son has not experienced a lot of things that other kids have. You know what I mean? So that's been the most challenging is keeping him on that path. He could change next year and decide he want to take that path. Absolutely, he could change in two years. But at the end of the day, right now, today, I am proud of who he is and everything that I've set for him, set in front of him, he's been doing. I, I can honestly say that. So pretty much it's all about keeping him the same way. Trying yeah. to keep him the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, man, I was bad as hell when I was a kid, man. I used to get suspended all the time. I used to... Sad to say, I used to hit teachers, man. I, I used to always, I mean, I, I used to always had something to say to my mother, but I never, like, really, like, said nothing out of line, out of pocket or nothing like that. But the way I was when I was young, people, shit, people swore that I was going to be in the streets, go to jail, all that type of stuff growing up. But, I mean, shit, all I do is work, go home, take care of my kids, and stay out the way. So I can understand it's definitely what you're saying. I'm going to definitely second that and agree with Crystal because um, that was definitely the most challenging. Basically, keeping our um, our sons on the right path, like keeping Faison on the right path without because it's easy to be influenced, um, especially these days and age. Because now with these new millennials, it's about what's cool, what's popular, what's going to get me the most likes and follows and. Um, if I don't do what they're doing, I'm going to be the outsider. You know what I'm saying? Or, or either the bullying or whatever, even though my son way too tall and too big to be bullied because he used to beat up bullies for bullying other children. But it's just the fact of it was just that was the very most challenging thing because knowing the fact we come from an inner city where it's easy to be initiated into gangs and to be you know, into the wrong crowd. So I always know the fact I was here before him and I knew this city before he knew the city and I knew the ins and outs of it. And even my uncles 
And again, like Crystal said, that her dad, uh, her son, father, not in um, in her son life. My son, father, is not twenty four seven in his son life either. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I could be very, very sure I'm blessed and highly most favored that he do have a community of men, yes. well, great men that he could be able to model from and that he has mentors of, you know, men that's in his life that he could be able to go to. Because again, I do agree with the fact is um, they say we can't raise kings, but we've been doing it for how many years now? So on top of that, of course, on top of me raising an amazing, beautiful young king that I'm very proud to stand next to to call my son. To be able to sit here and look at my son when I look at him, and he be like, "My, what are you looking at?" I'm just taking it in because I'm proud of myself. Mm. But, but, but again, it's very, it was very, very challenging in regards to making sure he did not stray away and go into those things because it's like you fear, you fear for that. You know what you put in store, you you in storing into your child. You know what you're pouring into your child. You know what you're doing. You know the hard work and everything you're doing. But as soon as they go out this door. They could just easily lose that. So that was very, very much like the very challenging thing. And then the most deeper challenging thing is because he did stray away um, six years ago. But you know what? It was it was the most challenging thing because me and my son never been apart from that long from each other. And anybody that knows my story could probably go back. And if you don't go back and listen to my episode my story on my podcast season two (laughs) um but he did stray away for a moment and in regards to that honestly it was a blessing in disguise because now at 21 years old that lesson became his blessing to the fact that he know not to do anymore Man, I know that's right. Another strong black woman, another strong black mother raising her king right, keeping him on the right path. That's what I'm talking about. Now, Rose, the Haitian mama, tell me what's the most challenging part about raising your three boys. Okay, so the challenging part is teaching them how to control their emotions because with boys, they get little... Little anger spurts, and they don't know how to express themselves. So, what me and my husband are trying to do is just teach them how to tell us how they feel instead of just getting angry for you know for little things. We're trying to uh, teach to tell us what's wrong and just express themselves. Like, like, like when they lose in a game or something that they playing. <laughs> yes, yeah. Hey, you want to know what's crazy? Hey, look. Just on a on a on a more serious note, I just I don't know if y'all saw it, but it was a story that came out that a little boy, a little ten year old boy, had shot his mother because he was mad that he lost in the um. No. He was. It was. Man, I can't. It's a story on Instagram, so y'all may come across it later. But a ten year old boy, he got mad that he lost in a game, and then he accidentally shot his mother or something. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was a I don't know if it was a gun laying around or what but he was mad because he was losing in some VR game that he was playing and then he shot his mother or I think, it was cause, I think it was because she maybe it was because she took it or he was losing in a game or something like that I could believe that because yeah. even if you even if you take these kids phone it's uh, like they're about to die like yeah. the world just went to a whole epoch yes because yes, I remember one time taking my son phone 
I was like, yo, are you having a seizure? Yeah. <laughs> because what is going on right now? I mean, I never seen my son begging, pleading, got on his knees and really fell out. I'm like, yo. And this Man. he was like 16 at the time. But you know what? And I will say, though, I've, I haven't experienced the meltdown about the phone. It's been my son's game at first. But um, that's what it was initially, the game, because I was never electronic mom. Um, and because he was my oldest, my experience with seeing kids with like phones and stuff at a young age, I wasn't that that mom, that technology mom. So he didn't get his first phone till he was 10. Then it was like a little Walmart flip phone. Mm-hmm. Right. And he mm-hmm. had to it had minutes on it. And he had to prove himself to me. He had to keep it for a year. And then on his 11th birthday, he would be able to get an upgrade to an Android if he was able to keep his minutes on his phone, not lose his phone, not break it, et cetera, right? So I haven't experienced that with the phone. But that, that PlayStation, that's yeah. a whole different story, too. I'll go in there and cut that. I'll go in there and cut it off. Cut it the fuck off. I don't care if you're a mid-game. I don't care if you want to restart. I, don't care. I will cut it off. I'm with you. I'm with you. Let me tell you one time I did. I went to the power box and I turned off the power in his room. Not the power box. I so did. Because this this bitch wouldn't be on if I ain't paying it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And another thing too, like, so as far as like the straight in the way, I did, my son has not always been perfect. When he started middle school, you know that middle school age cube? When Mm -hmm. your child reached that middle school age, it's like, they don't know which way to go. You leaving elementary school with a kindergartner and everybody else. And you going into middle school was like, now you the underdog. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You got to try to figure out life. Yeah. My son, we had just, he went to the same school from pre-K to fifth grade. And we relocated to Virginia. When we moved to Virginia, of course, you know, I felt bad because he was leaving all his friends. Everybody he knew, they thought they was going to middle school together. To a whole new group of friends in a whole new state. Nobody he doesn't know. So, of course, he going to try to fit in. Mm-hmm. He went to this school. He started hanging with these kids. Like, man, I was so pissed off at him because I know him. I know my son is too shy to be hanging with all these badass little kids. And I'm like, why the fuck these fucking teachers keep calling me? You just came to the school. They should not know you like this. Mm-hmm. They should know basketball season ain't start yet. That's when they need to be knowing you. I don't know what's going on, but you know what I did? What I did, and I promise to God, my son has not had any problems since sixth grade, okay? I went and I brought him a Target uniform. I got him a car, a collar shirt, a black belt, and some khaki pants, and some Velcro black shoes from Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I made him wear that shit every fucking day to school. Every fucking day. And I made him wear a uniform. And I said, I guarantee you, you will sit in your fucking seat. Because you don't want nobody to see, and you ain't wearing no hoodie either. I told him, you are not wearing no hoodie. You're not wearing no jacket. Trying to hide that you're wearing this collar shirt every day. Or this, you know, the same. I got two, but you're going to repeat them them too. Because guess why does it matter? A uniform. If you go to the military, it's a uniform. If you go to work, it's a uniform. I made him wear that uniform. My son has not gotten in trouble since. I swear to God on everything. That that was it for him. That was it for him. I love it. I love it. That was it and, for him. And, 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 and see, that's that's what I be talking about. The challenges, like y'all y'all put out there that the that the fathers ain't around twenty four seven. And and see, when I was young, man, I don't know about y'all, but when I was young, my mother used to have to leave work early all the time just to come up to the school because I was getting in trouble. Ooh, that sounds like my life. 
that hey, sounds like one my- day, let me tell you our story and she she loved to tell this story to everybody like I don't maybe because it was one of <laughs> I don't it know it was the most challenging look it was look, challenging look so look one day I tried to walk home from school right oh, I tried man. to walk home from school me and one of my male friends and two females right we oh. tried to walk home so when we 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 uh purposely missed the bus and we said that we were gonna catch the activity bus but we said f that so we went to so we tried to walk home we walked halfway home and then when we got halfway we turned all the way back and went back to the school but from the time that the buses came to the school and the time that i you know walked halfway turn around and go back you know i should have been home so like she was looking for me and she couldn't find me so she you know called the school they said no nah, the bus is gone the activity bus is gone and all that so she called the police and she like my son ain't home so the school called when I, when I when I said I turned around went back to school I went back to the school the school called her they said yeah we got your son up here so you know she already hot because she was mad because I didn't come home and she didn't know where I was at but when the school called her said I was home they, she like alright get his ass when I see him so she came up to the school man while she walking to school walk in the office in the office mind you still people in there she coming there and she slapped the shit out of me in front of everybody. I believe it. I was like this. My face was stuck, man. My face was red as hell. And then when I went home, I think I was like 14. This is middle school. When I went home, she made me, she made me uh, you know, take off my stuff. She told me to lay down on the floor on my stomach. She said, <laughs> hey, yo, she said, you know how Jesus was on the cross? <laughs> She said, she said, that's how I want you. I'm crying and I'm like, oh, you know, lay down. Man, man, she put her she put her foot on my lower back and pressed down on me. She had that belt, man. She put that belt so so high in the air. And I ain't never seen a belt. I ain't never seen nothing come down so fast. She said, boom. <laughs> Tore my ass up. Man, I was like. I can't even imagine. See that, and I was just about to ask one of y'all that, and I was like, I was about to say, have y'all ever had to like take time out of your day and go up to the school? Yes, that was that was my, between my son went to a charter school from fifth grade to eighth grade. The, every school he he went to, no matter what, if it was a charter or non charter, trust and believe they knew who I was. They knew that I was my mother. They knew Miss B. So he and I even and then like me, I come from we come from the school oh, the school age where, you know, our teachers was able to discipline us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no calling your mom and even calling your mom unless you got to be picked up unless it's really that serious. Because I still got my teachers in my life. So it's like. There was rare few teachers in, in Team Academy. Shout out to Team Academy in New Jersey. And it was just the fact that I was like, I, okay, I'm like, he, they could be at a discipline. They could be at a discipline, discipline, but they would not want to do it though. But I swear, it's like my me going to my son's school was almost a full-time job. I swear, even to this day, my son would tell you if he walk in this room right now, he would like, I still hear that. I, I still hear she telling me that. I you I had to leave my job. 
all the time. <laughs> you, <laughs> um, you calling the school, calling me, the principal call. I get told, I told the school and everybody in the school, I said, listen, the next time y'all call me again and y'all don't handle it, I'm coming out and I'm about to curse y'all asses out. Cause now you're affecting my money. I'm not about to do this all the time. So it was like a non-stop thing when it came to him. Like, but he stopped when he ended up getting, for some reason, like the mid of eighth grade. And I'm like, oh, so now you know how to calm down when you almost about to graduate? Did you ever walk him in and slap him? Um, no, I walked and choked his ass up. Damn. Woo. Man. I know and that's you know right. what? I have went to the school when that incident occurred with my son. Um, what I started doing is I didn't even give him a chance to call. I was popping up. I'm popping. You don't never. I will let him know. You don't. You never know when I'm going to show up at that school. The mm-hmm. teachers already knew. I would send a little email. I'll be there today around this time, and I'll pop up. You know what I mean? Now with COVID and everything, it changed. But I still will pop up on both of my children right now. But with my son, I'm going to tell you right now, I would pop up at that school so much. I would just be peeking. But what would get me is them little nosy-ass kids that would be like, (laughs) your mama at the door. Like, sit your ass up. Your mama need to be at the door. You used to look out for me. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm peeking at the door, and I'm like looking at them. I'll come sit in the back of the classroom. Today, I'm a sixth grader. I do it with both of my kids. I'm a sixth grader today. I'm a seventh grader today. I'm okay. I work at night. I got a, I, I got a, I got a question for Rose. So, like, since your kids, since your boys are younger, right? When you hit yeah. it, when you when you hit it, when you hit these stories about, um, you know, all this about their older boys, how do how do that make you feel about your boys? Like, are you are you telling yourself like, oh, I wish they would? And she got three. Oh, Jesus, I just want to avoid just going up to to their school, but I know. <laughs> I know I don't have to worry about that because if they do something, I know their dad would like rush to the school and just grab them by the shirt, you know. So I'm good. You definitely gonna go up to that school. I know, I know. Nah, you know, just expect I, that. I said that I was like, with my third one because he's he's different. I know he's gonna be tough. You said you said which one? My third. Yeah, yeah, the the youngest one. How old is he? Yes, the youngest one. He's he's two, but he he likes to hit a lot and just say dump oh. his foot. So I know he's gonna be different. Let's just, let's just let's just hope he ain't the one that got you coming up to that school. Hmm. No, he's gonna be the one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look, this is my next question for all of y'all, right? Especially for Crystal and Q, since y'all have the older boys, right? When it comes to the the, the the females, right? The girls, right? Here we go. Oh, come on, Crystal. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, Crystal. Don't do that. Come on, but, but, <laughs> but look though, when it comes to the girls, right? Like, what are y'all what are y'all installing in y'all sons when it comes to like a, a difficult a difficult woman? Like, what type of things are you teaching them when it comes to women that are possibly a difficult woman? Ooh, um, well, let me go first since Crystal was going first a lot. Crystal got to take her drink. Clink, 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 clink. I would say basically when I'm installing into him, um, basically just to respect women, respect women as if they, um, if it was your mother, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
you don't have to talk down. Don't put your hands on a woman. Um, walk away from it. Because we do know, and you already know, I heard you, brother, you already know I say this many times on my show when I had a cop. <laughs> mm-hmm. These girls could be a little toxic and crazy, and they dance be agitated, like they come. And then be, you know, want to agitate and, you know, be the instigator, even if you're walking away. But I just tell him, just keep walking away. Just keep doing the right thing, because at the end of the day, you're you go you will go to jail. They won't. Um, but some now some states, they taking both of you to jail. Um, but I just tell him just to keep moving, keep it pushing. Don't let nobody disrespect you. Um Treat that person, that, that young lady, as if it was me or your sister, or your little cousin, or whoever it is that's female in your family. And then for the toxic ones, again, just basically walk away because if she's not treating you the way that you're treating her, you shouldn't be with her. <laughs> not at all. Man, they're walking away. It doesn't work all the time. It doesn't because I have a story, but that's for a whole nother episode. Hey, look, but no, I was about to say walking away is very important, though. I was in a situation like that years ago. I think my daughter, my oldest daughter is 11. So when she was, I don't even think she was one yet when I was in this situation. So me and her mother had a, uh, we had a domestic violence call, I should say. Uh, I didn't like hit her or nothing like that, but I did. You know, I had to put put some hands on her. I didn't slap her or nothing like that, but I had to restrain her. You know, put my hands on her like that. You know, but anyway, I I said something that she didn't like. She decided to uh, be all in my face, putting fingers and stuff like that in my face. Right? I walked away. Right? When I tried to walk away, she kept uh, kept trying to come at me. Like, what can you do? This is this this is why this question is important. Like. She kept coming at me. It was nothing that I could do but, like, you know, restrain her, you know, do whatever I, had, you know, needed to do to get her up out of my face, up off me and stuff. So what happened was, you know, she just kept poking at me and stuff. So, like, as a man, it's like you can walk away, but, like, some some women, depending on how they raised and what they taught, yeah, they it, will keep coming at you. Yeah, it doesn't work. I think. And, and it don't, like, you, like, you... I don't condone ever hitting a woman, but if you have to like pin her down or something from hitting you and stuff, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Cause you ain't no punching bag. You can't Absolutely. just sit there. You ain't supposed to sit there and just keep getting hit. I'm sorry. Like Absolutely. I'm, I'm sorry. Like I don't I don't want no woman being hit regardless of who she is. And I would never tell a man to hit a woman to I would never tell a man to hit a woman to get a woman off you. But use your strength. Uh, in other ways, pin her down, get her off you. You hell, you can push her away and run. Shit, I don't care. You know, I see a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I but the reason why the reason why I brought that story up was was because that happened when me and my daughter's mother were dealing with each other. But later on in the years, we had a situation like that again. But this time, you want to know what I did? I called. I did. I made two phone calls. I called my mother. And I said, Ma, calm me down because she over here doing this and blah, blah, blah. You know, she talking to me and stuff. And then, you know what else? You know what other phone call I made? I called, I called 911. Let me tell you why I called 911. I said, Hey, 
uh, I was telling him what was happening, and I said, yeah, we had a situation like this before, and last time I didn't get to do this, so now I'm calling y'all just so y'all can hear her in the background, and da 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 Oh, I need you on record. I'm like, look, y'all hear this? Y'all hear this? She, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting down on the couch. She's standing around, walking around. Hey, these days you got to do whatever you got to do as a man because it's going to be your word against hers once once people start coming with pen and paper. Man, what happened? Yeah, he punched me in the face. I ain't do nothing. I'm mad. And they automatically going to see that I'm mad. And they're going to say, oh, he's probably guilty. Let's block his ass up. So... That's what I feel like should be should be done. Any any type of man or boy in a situation like that, call whoever you need to call, whether it's your mother, the police, or whoever had their ass on speakerphone, FaceTime. Hey, look at me. I'm on the couch. Yeah, I ain't doing nothing. I want you to see the whole thing. Prop that damn phone up if you have to. You know what I'm saying? So my son, my son girlfriend skated me. So as soon as he said my name, she she like mm. I love my son's current girlfriend. Um, I really do. I love her. This is um, his one of the relationships that he is experiencing. You know, I'm not experiencing, I guess, in high school and stuff like that, being in the 10th grade. Um, he has had some previous that I've had to explain to him that this is not what you want, son. Mm-hmm. I've had to have that come to Jesus meeting with him. And his little heart was broke because he thought he was in love. You know what I mean? And you know that middle school love? He thought he was in love, honey. When I say his heart was broke, his heart was broke. Because I said, I'm, I will take your phone. You, you, The only thing you won't be able to do is see her in school. That's mm-hmm. it. And I never tell my children, I will never pick their friends. I will never pick nobody that you date. But I'm going to give you advice. Yeah. But I will say, and I'm not going to, she might listen to this and I feel so bad. I'm about to even talk about it. But unfortunately, this is real life. You know what I'm saying? You got to be addressed. But he was in love with this one little girl, and unfortunately, they had some problems. And I, I, her mom was toxic a little bit. I've seen the toxicity in her. She was a cool ass lady, dope, you know what I'm saying? But she was toxic, and her daughter was toxic as fuck. Like calling my son at five in the morning in seventh grade, talking about you having a panic attack. I said, "Sis, my son is not a doctor. Call nine one one, mama. Why is you? On, I'm I'm waking up. He's five o'clock in the morning, sitting on side of the bed." Is such and such, she having a panic attack. What you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do? So, and then like his birthday party, he had a skating rink party. She didn't know my niece was my niece, and that was Kate's cousin. She decided that when she saw them playing around, chasing each other and wrestling and stuff, she didn't know who it was. So she decided to have a panic attack at the birthday party. <laughs> I cut Kaden. Done. <laughs> done and if you don't stop it I promise you your life is over for now you won't have to know I'm, I explained to him like that th- that part of my son has been ch- that's another challenging thing teaching him how to love because Caden is so like soft and bashful he's not soft but he's like he's so sweet my son opens doors like his current girlfriend's mom and dad love him because he opens the doors for his girlfriend He because mm. me and my daughter don't we don't touch any doors if I beat him to the door, it's a pro- give me that phone. Cause why I touch this door? You, I don't touch any doors. I promise you right now, I don't touch doors. Yeah. His girlfriend don't touch doors. He, you know what I'm saying? He's very nice to her, very sweet to her. The dad said she wasn't allowed to date when she was 18. But Caden, I taught him respect. He asked the dad, can he date her before he started to date her? I have it on video. Oh, At her sweet 16th 
Crystal Sweet. That's dope. I, got a, I got it on video at her sweet 16th birthday party in November that just passed. Yeah. So did you he, ever did you ever teach him that? Oh, he did that. I taught own. him that. I taught him that, but I, I talked to him, I taught him that by talking to him. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And showing him things. I whether he was gonna do it or not, I wasn't sure. But it's like now that I'm seeing it, I'm hearing from the parents like, oh, Kaden, after the game, Kaden opened her door. It's so sweet. I, you know, I've never seen no young man do nothing like that. Like, and I've watched him open the door for her. You know what I'm saying? He wants to buy her flowers for homecoming this year. He did a scavenger hunt. Now, this I didn't teach him. I knew nothing about it. He did a scavenger hunt for her at the school to ask her to homecoming. Like, he like. He did a scavenger. He's very, I'm telling you, like, he's very, very sweet. And my biggest fear is him falling in love with somebody that takes advantage of him. I'm like, Because mama gonna fight. And then he got a sister that don't play. His sister gonna wreck for him because that one is me. My daughter is me all day. My son, eh, no, but my daughter is me. So I, ho- I would hope nobody comes into his life. I hope this little girl sticks around for a long, the long run in 10th grade. You know, sometimes that can go up to college. And stuff. Yeah. I'm hoping, you know, but if it doesn't, I'm hoping the toxic ones stay away because yeah. I, I I don't, somebody will hurt Kaden because he's so, he's so sweet. My son is very, very sweet. Heart. He has a big yeah. heart. That's how very and that's how my son is. And me and my son had a conversation too, because again, I don't try to pick my son's girlfriends nor his friends. I, in the same way how many of us had to learn our lesson, bump our head and be able to get the, you know, the mess from the mess from the lesson from the mess. I end up doing that because he, that's the, that's the way they learn. They have to read. That's how they receive life experiences. But the thing is, I see Faison has such a big heart. He's such a giver. And I'd be like, yo, if this girl, (laughs) but the thing is, even though I'm not fond of her, I can't tell him who to date, you know, at the end of the day. All I could do, like you said, Crystal, is just give him advice. Let him know when I even see something off and be like, yo, you missed that, but mommy see it. So you need to check on that and check that, you know, and also let him know that your love and your heart is not less valuable than hers. So don't put her on the pedestal and and don't think that yours don't belong on there because a lot of women or men grow up be thinking like men and women up here and we down here no no they deserve the flowers and the roses and the sweet romance and stuff too so the same thing when i seen him was giving her stuff for her birthday and i was looking at her like okay so where his shit at because <laughs> we not doing that over here <laughs> where the, the home the home he come from is that you know i got two partners mm-hmm. I, I run bubble baths and roses and petals and all that good stuff for my man the same way they do for me we take turns <laughs> with this stuff so at the end of the day you need to be doing that to for him because that's the household and the generation of people around him that he come from and the whole and listen and the whole door thing i don't touch a knob if I do touch the knot, he'll pop my hand. <laughs> hey, she said, "Hey, where is shit at?" Yes, where is? Because I listen. I literally had to talk to the young lady, and I had to let her know, like, "Cool, yes, you are a queen. You are this." Even though I don't really find her again, I'm not that fond of her. But again, I can't choose her. He chose, uh... you know. So I'm like, "But listen, what he's doing for you, 
you're supposed to give back and do for your, your gentleman. You know what I'm saying? So he's not going to go and go his way and his extended way to do this thing. I hear on her birthday, he took her to the movies. He took her to go two, three or thing, four things to the mall. So he took her shopping into the movies and they went out to eat. Yeah. So when oh. it's his birthday, I'm looking like, so <laughs> is like, again, like Crystal said, and his girlfriend name is Crystal. Crystal might hear this, but oh, um, she, she 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 want she know Miss B. She know Miss B. Don't don't bite her tongue, you know. But at the end of the day, she um I was like like yo, you got to do what you got to do. So after that, she 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 got the vibe. Hey, yeah. Hey, look, I, I just got I got I got one question for Rose. <laughs> so. Like your boys been so young. How do you feel about these stories right now? Like, how do you feel about hearing all this? Do you, are you like what are you gonna warn your sons about with these females as they get older? Okay, well, first of all, I have to teach my sons how to open doors because I like <laughs> hearing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, for real, do it for real. Start I started him young. You're I started early. him young, around your seven year old age. I started him young, and I actually started my son at actually my grandfather started my son at five years old. God rest his soul. He started him very early because my grandparents are country. How do y'all feel about the people who say a woman can't raise a man? <laughs> now, be, now before I before. Before, uh, before y'all give y'all answers, right? I want y'all to think about this real quick. Now, they say a woman can't raise a man to be a man, but she can raise that man to, you know what I'm saying, like teach him priorities and other little things, how to treat women from your, you know, from your perspective or whatever. But how do y'all feel about those comments, though? Okay, well, I feel that you know, some things uh, a man could teach, you know, a boy that women can't, like potty training, for instance. Like, you gotta, you know, teach them how to aim and stuff or show them how to control their emotions. <laughs> about the aim. <laughs> no, yes. Hold, aim. hold on. Let me tell you why it's funny. Let me tell you. I'm gonna just say that real quick about the, the going to the bathroom thing, okay? Like I told you, my son's father ain't shit. That nigga ain't around. So we, my kids grew up around my my stepfather or whatever. And let me tell you, he always talked shit because he said, "Why is Kaden four years old still sitting on the toilet like a girl?" I had him sitting on the toilet because I didn't know how to teach him aim. Right? So I'm not gonna lie. I needed my brother and my, you know, their pop up to come in and show him because. I didn't know how to teach him without actually going in there and putting the sands on. You know what I'm saying? I had to do it a couple of times and show him like aim right there, aim right there at that hole down there. You know, but and put the that hole down there. Hands. He had a problem. He had a you know little kids nasty. My yeah. son had a problem washing That's his good. hands at a young age. Like yes, he had a problem washing his hands. Let me tell you how I got my son to wash his hands, and now at 15, I never see him not wash his hands. He was like five years old, five six. He kept going in the bathroom, not washing his hands and leaving that toilet seat up. And I told him, I said, Kaden, how would you feel if one of your little friends came out the bathroom and they had poop on their hands and came and said, hey, Kaden, or touched him? <laughs> and it's he was like, ew. I was like, 
Well, if you don't wash your hands, how you know what you, what's on your hands? And he's looking at me like. You said so. Wait a minute. I have nothing said, on my hands. I said, but you don't know if your hands got nothing on his hands. So wait a minute. You said four years old. He was still sitting on the. He was five and six. Yeah, he was because again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we get it. We get it. We get it. was it. a process. <laughs> we get it. It was a process. We get it. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no thing to that. But Q, how you, how you feel about? I know Q. Q, please take it easy on these men. Q, take it easy on the men. Q, how you feel about that comment? Oh, um, it, it's really. <laughs> I gotta warn y'all about Q because she let y'all have it, man. It's, it's really irritating because at the end of the day, just even sitting here digesting that, even, even thinking about it even more, it takes both people to actually raise a child. Men, a young, a boy or a girl, but we talking about boys, right? So since we stick talking about boy, let's stick with the boys because of course, like they say, the man will sit there and teach them how to aim, how to be able to properly dap their penis, you know, and how to go to the bathroom or whatever the case may be but also women we we could raise a king we have parts of raising the king too because we show them and teach them emotional intelligence we show them how to love a woman we also we 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 they passport to the fact of how to you know shiver that chick you know how to enter her heart how, how what she may be thinking because we was once that young lady age with whoever he may date you know what I'm saying? So we teaching them the game of a lot of stuff as a, as a mother. The only thing is, okay, I'm, but I can't sit there and say that women can't teach men how to aim because I have many mothers in my family who have sons and friends who have did teach their their son how to aim. You know, but there's a lot that need that need that foundation of that men. I'm just saying, like I say, I'm very grateful and blessed. You know that I do had my grandfather and my uncles and male cousins to be able to say, "Oh, hey, Faye, let me do you know, let me do this, show you how to do this." But again, it takes both parents to pour in that equals to make that young man a king. So I hate that terminology. So was that little light, brother? Was that light? Hey, look. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was a little light. You did a good job, man. You did a good job. I'm proud of you because you know. I know how you can be, man. So listen, this is the final question for y'all, right? For all. I didn't answer the question. You answer... You did? You, said, you... you said he was sitting on a toilet at four. <laughs> no, I was piggybacking off of Haitian mommy guys, okay? Oh, my bad, Crystal. My I bad. Answer, but I'll make it short and sweet. <laughs> I do not agree with that comment because I feel like at the end of the day, like I, I agree with you women have a lot to do with raising a man when it comes to certain aspects of their lives you know i think one of the biggest things that i've taught my son is that he was born with three strikes with two strikes against him he's black and he's a male at the end of the day mm. any other any other say that again chris he's again. black and he's a male I've been mm. teaching him that since elementary school. You already got two strikes against you. So anything, any way you move in this world, you got to be on your P's and Q's. You got to dot your I's and cross your motherfucking T's because if not, the world, I'm, I talk to my kids like they adults. I don't, I don't baby them. I don't pat them on the back because at the end of the day, especially my son, I'm going to talk to you like they're going to talk to your ass in the street. Because if I can't, if you can't handle me, the person that brought you into this world, 
that loves you, if you can't handle me, this world gonna eat you the fuck up. It's big you show it eat you the fuck up. So at the end of the day, don't tell me that a man, a woman can't raise a man because I'm telling you, I've instilled that shit into my son since elementary school, and his father ain't have shit to do with that. The man that my son is opening doors and doing all this shit that he's doing. I did that shit. I instilled all of that shit in him. And he's in an engineering program. He's been in advanced class in sixth grade. He's in 10th grade, taking 11th grade classes. He's doing his shit in a private school, an all-black private school at that. I did that shit. I did that shit. You get what I'm saying? So a woman can raise a man because I'm currently doing it. And that's all I got. Yes. Yes. Mm. Give her her motherfucking (laughs) roses. That was short and sweet, but that was a motherfucking mic drop. Give her her motherfucking roses, man. (laughs) Hey, listen. See this. See this. Look, listen, man. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. Because it ain't really about throwing nothing in nobody's face, but it's like, damn, like, nigga, look at this shit. Like, you wasn't even around. Look at your son. Look at my hard work right there. Like, look at, look what I did. And you think I'm about to cut you some slack, motherfucker? <laughs> and let me say this. And let me say this because it's so, it's so really convenient. It's convenient that you even just made that statement. Because the so much work that women, single mothers, put into their raising their sons, into the prodigy and the product that they are, and they are amazing, educated, never been arrested, never got in trouble, know how to sit there politely respect the young lady. That to the fact they are so well uh, amazing that women, that young my young ladies, throw themselves at my son. But the thing is, for their father to want to come back up here. And want to prince and show my son off? You ain't doing that. Don't. You're not going to. And then I'm, I may be getting a little personal, but I just. But the thing is, I know every body probably experienced this though. Now you want to take them around your family and say this. Oh, this is my son. This is my son. This is my son. No, this is you. This is your son, but this is my son. Oh yeah, you know that definitely. That definitely goes on every day. Q. I did the work. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, I'm just glad my son didn't fall for the trap because he even said to his own father, you're not about to prance me off to your your family because my mother been here back, breaking her back and doing it herself. So this is what he said. So unfortunately, um, I got I got a date with my girlfriend and her family because I already had plans prior to you coming up here that I didn't know you was about to come up here. So I need to go meet my um my girlfriend family because I already have dinner plans with them. Yeah, y'all dropping some bombs over here, man. Hey, Rose. I got a question for you you specifically right so you married you and hubby doing your thing raising all three of the kids and whatnot so this is my thing right so has your husband ever acted away towards the kids and you thought that it was too aggressive you was like come on man come on babe you ain't had to do all that you ain't had to say it like that like how, had that ever happened do that happen often like probably all the time all the time but then i have to take a step back and realize that you know he's just he's just doing his job and trying to you know teach them how to control themselves and because sometimes they don't listen so sometimes he has to get a little rough mm. but <laughs> but i have to learn to just you know 
get in the back seat and just do you do you do you find yourself being a little bit too soft on them boys yes do you think you need to uh you know saying get a little strong with them like uh, especially that baby boy he gonna he'll give you a run for your (laughs) you know a run for your money Truth is, my husband tells me that all the time. Like, I just, I just need to get a little rough because they're they're growing up, and the thing is, they're gonna be taking advantage of me. So, I just need a. Hey, look, man, look, I I was raised by a mother that was was the most nurturing, but I know she loved me though. You know, she just had her own way of showing it, but she was a little hard. She was definitely hard on me. And one thing I will tell you, man. Once those boys see that you the softer one, I know. Woo, they gonna be playing you against you know, him. Seeing it now, I'm seeing it now. So some, I I do get a little rough sometimes because yeah, I'm I'm seeing it. Well, no, you know it's good that um, but the most important thing is, well, you know that I heard about all of y'all with y'all sons. You know they all have had a um, you know like an activity. They they all was like doing something. You know. Crystal, your son play basketball. Q, your son play or play football. You said your son play soccer. So I guess it's good to keep them all involved in something to keep them away from them inquiring about what's what's in the streets, like what's going on in the streets that 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 I want to, you know, I want to know what's going on over there. So keep them away from that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like keep them involved with anything. They gonna find their interest in something. You know, keep them in the house. Give them, put a video game in front of them or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Closing out, y'all. I want to thank y'all for coming over here, sharing all these stories about y'all boys, dropping all these gems or whatnot. But I do want y'all to not let these people forget about you. Tell them where to follow y'all. Tell them where they can find you. Throw out your social tags. Tell them about what you got coming up, all that good stuff. And we're going to start with Q because Q, you're going to start playing with me. Now, you're going to come out with another season like ASAP. Because like, I, I need you to... I and need make you me to, a guess. Make me a guess. Hey, Q. Hey, Q. I need you to... You know, every time you go missing, I come find you. You do. You really so do. Your you, brother always you check you You need to tell us what you got cooking. Okay, so... Of course, this is your girl Q, um, Pillow Talk with the T podcast. Um, basically, currently season one to four. You can find it on every podcast streaming platform as well as all social media platforms. And video is on my YouTube channel. Um, I do have cooking coming March 3rd, 2023, due to the fact of my brother. Mm-hmm. I am coming, I am coming back, and I'm coming back strong. Um, so absolutely. So not only that, but due to the fact that it's been extended of hiatus, it's because your girl has been back here doing not only am I working in corporate America, but but I'm also sitting here. I got a sex toy line coming out. I got a candle line coming out. I have my wife. So it's so much that I'm doing. And then the beginning of the top of 2024, I have a home decor line coming out and a skincare. So I've been back here not playing no games. Man, she ain't playing no games with y'all. I told y'all that's my sister, man. She ain't playing with y'all. Strong arm on (laughs) y'all. Hey, Crystal. Yeah, so um, by the way, Q, I do follow you on Instagram. 
Um, by the way, I don't know if we follow each other, but I know I do follow I'm, you. Okay, let me girl. You know I'm all uh, you know. Um, uh, I can be found on two. I can be found on Resilient Nurse, um, a Resilient Nurse or Unapologetically underscore Crew on Instagram. Um, I am on season two. I've been moving a little slow with season two. I'm not going to lie, but my podcast, um, but you can check me out talking about self-love, talking about personal things that, um, I've experienced. I got real deep in my first season. So check it out. Um, this second season is going to be a little bit more about just life and the things I'm experiencing, motherhood, you know, everything. It's going to be way different sex. And everything else gonna be a little explicit. I'm still working, um, but that's where you can find me. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, man, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all something about Crystal's podcast, man. She get deep, man. So yes, if you like, if you like, she get deep. She get deep and she get personal. So if y'all really love to listen to the deep personal stuff, that's where you can find it. Go follow her ASAP. But yeah, check me out Anchor, uh, Anchor, and Google Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. And what was that podcast um page again? Crew, for the people in the back. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's long. The unapologetic crew. Uh, yes, I'm about to send. I'm about to send it to you. Well, you know what? I think I follow you. Let me. Let me go on. And Rose, I need you to remind the people. Of you, cause Rose. Hey, let me tell y'all something about Rose Page, though. Rose be lit. Rose be trying to uh, teach y'all dance moves every week or uh, whatnot. So she be trying to. She be. She be. I ain't even gonna lie. One day I saw one of her videos. She made me want to get up there and bust some moves or whatnot. I was like, Nah, I'm gonna leave that to her. But go, ahead. But go ahead, Rose. Tell everybody where they can find you at. All right. So my podcast page is Mama Life. Um... You can find my podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. And I took a break <laughs> for a little bit, but I'll be back. And I'm sure it's going to be fire. I'm Definitely. sure it's going to be fire. Be fire like these dance moves you got. Man, gonna... she be fucking it up, okay? You know I'm, what? I'm, I'm the to... Don't go out there with three boys. Don't don't make me don't make me don't make me bust bust out no dance moves, bro. We gonna have a dance battle. We gonna have a dance battle one day, young. Oh, you wanna battle me? Cool. We gonna have a dance battle one day. I'm tired of you, Sainal. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, but nah, y'all, y'all already know where to find me, man. Do I even have to say? It? Okay, let me say it, man. Look, real talk with Tim on Instagram. Real talk with Tim. I mean, damn, my bad. Look. I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. Playing yeah. Real talk with Tim on Instagram. RTWT podcast on Twitter. Real talk with Tim podcast on TikTok. Real talk with Tim on Snapchat. And uh, y'all, hey, for those of y'all that don't know about Good Pods, download the Good Pods app. Search me up. Real talk with Tim on there too. So um, go binge listen to all of my episodes. Life is a girl dad one. Life is a girl dad two. All that good stuff. Complication, co-parenting one and two. Uh, and listen to all the episodes of me and Q Toxic Men versus Toxic Women Part 2 with Uncle Dolomite and Miss Pretty and you know so yeah man shout out to everybody thank y'all for joining and uh, catch me on the next one <laughs>